welcome back, everybody, to another episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I'm your host, Perry. And with me this week is our new-ish, temporary, potentially, filling in for Swan for the foreseeable future co-host, Eric Smith. Hey, oh, what's up? <laughs> I was, I've been trying to think of what I would say when I got in here and it just came out. Hey, that's, that's so, what it came how out. How you doing? <laughs> that's, yeah, great. Yeah. Um, Eric is a longtime friend of the show, supporter of the show as well. You know him as Whiskey Mutant on Instagram. That's me. And uh, I'm, I'm very excited to bring you in as what is potentially going to be uh, your role for the foreseeable future. I would say with the podcast. Hey, I, I told you I'd help out. <clears throat> and before anybody gets mad at me, I love Swan, and I do too. <clears throat> but the guy's got—he's—he's he's got stuff going on, and we talked about it a few episodes ago. But eventually, Swan will probably get phased out of the show. So he's a busy man. He's—he's he's, he's he's, got stuff to do. He's an extremely busy man. So we're now welcoming our fourth official co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's glad I'm glad to be here. Yeah, well, you're the you're the cleanup hitter. Yeah, bringing me in, (laughs) pull him in, call him in here. Good thing to do ten episodes before you're 200. (laughs) I gotta step it up. I got I don't got no time. Hey, if you are new to the show, thank you so much for being here. Please consider subscribing, telling your friends about it, leaving us a five star rating and review on your favorite podcatcher app. If it so allows, you can follow us on social media at my bourbon pod. You can support the show at patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast. Subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash this is my bourbon podcast. Trying to get to a thousand subs soon. This coming Saturday. So I guess three days after this episode comes out is my birthday. So I would Happy love be birthday. <laughs> we don't have the, the money for. Oh, sorry. Oh, actually, you know what? It's in a, a public domain now. Oh, we're allowed. You're allowed to. You're allowed sing to act. Happy yeah, you don't have to do. Um, oh. He's a jolly good fellow anymore. <laughs> My favorite was in like sitcoms when they, you know, it wasn't in public domain. It would cut to them all singing, but it would just be you. <laughs> <laughs> they did that a couple times in How I Met Your Mother, I think. Um, but it would be awesome to get to a thousand subs on YouTube before uh, get over to the tubes, y'all. Before. Saturday, but anyway, super happy to have you on, man. Hey, thanks for being here. I love the studio. I am. This is the first time I've been here, and I never imagined it would look like this. Well, with all of the flashing neon beer signs on the wall and the calendars of Sports Illustrated women, you can tell I'm really a I'm a real man's man. I mean, it's it's wild in here. There's there's a wolf behind me. No, so we're actually recording in what used to be the studio uh, out of necessity at the moment. Uh, it's now the nursery. So it feels strangely comfortable, but also I'm like, this is wrong. <laughs> like, this is, this is not what this space was intended for. But also... Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe Perry, that's the future of the podcast. Perry made me get in the crib a second ago to see if it helped with the mic placement, and it just wasn't working, so luckily I'm in a chair now. There was something that just felt, I don't know, kind of off about it. It was just kind of a milky sound. Can I say that? I don't think I want to say that. Never mind. 
Anyway, Aww. so we normally start the show out with Flying Blind, where I blind the co-host or whoever's on with something. Right. But in this case, mm. you have blinded me. I did. With something. Um, and you're going to give me something to <clears throat> pair it with. I am. Afterwards. Yes, I love... If anybody doesn't know, I love pairing whiskey, mainly bourbon, rye with snacks. I mean, pair everything. It's so fun. Especially $110 steaks. Especially $110 steaks. If you want to know that story, go to the, go to the go Patreon. Go get on the Patreon. <laughs> Perry tell you all about it. Well, you'll tell them. I'll tell them about it. it. And I'll sit there and... Relive, relive the night. Feel bad about my life decisions. <laughs> this smells really familiar. You've, I'm, I, it's nothing new to you, and that that was kind of what why I brought it to pair with what I have. You know what's weird is it almost has like an LE note to it. Like it seems like it could be special or limited edition. It's it's. I would say it is. Yeah. I'm just going to see if I can taste it and pull it out of my butt like I did that Four Roses on Prepare. That oh, was yeah. probably not Four Roses. Yes, you did a good bullet. job on that one. That was crazy. I still feel some sort of shock about that. I mean, I thought I had you. <laughs> I thought I had you. I got where I did in Matt Madness because I'm true to my it's laurels. True. It's true. I, I, I played the game. You you played it exceptionally well, I might add. Anyway, oh man, he's got a nice looking face right now. That's just my face, Eric. <laughs> I like that a lot. I figured you would. You've probably said you've liked it. Do you want to know what it is before you try the snack with it, or do you want to do it? With the snack and then reveal after. Can I can I guess first? Yeah, of course. It's either <clears throat> Elijah Craig Barrel Proof or Jack Daniel Single Barrel. Those are two good choices. I would pick one of them. <laughs> Pick the correct one. <laughs> do you need me to look away so you can give me the snack with it? Do you want to do the snack first? Or do yeah, you want to Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll do the snack first. All right. Do I need to not look at the well, snack? Well, I mean, you're going to know what it is. Oh, that's... Well, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, yeah, you're looking at it. Yeah, sorry. I'm opening it. I hope this sounds good on there. Sounds terrific. This is... Now, I'm going to... tart Okay. And you are of the... The um, I almost said sauced, but the icing variety, correct? Yes. Okay. Are the, you not? No, I am. Okay. I was gonna say that's the correct answer. I mean, if you don't have icing on a pop tart, what are you doing, who Casey? Are you? <laughs> I mean, Casey Bright. Does he not? I thought he liked them all. I thought he was. I thought he was of the. I think he likes no icing. Can I think he is icing because we've talked about this. He never oh, gave okay. me the impression he was a Casey. I'm very sorry, but you know who I have seen post that they don't like icing on there. Another friend of ours, John Edwards. That doesn't surprise me. Yes, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's a no icing guy. 
I mean that in the, the most genuine no, way possible. I'm not trying to take a dig at John. But that sincerely feels like something that he would do. So, based on... This is the brown sugar cinnamon. It is. Oh, right? I just took a bite. I'm sorry. That's t- oh, I love that. Have you not eaten today? I've barely eaten anything today. Good. I, I had two tiny little sausage biscuits. Mm. Take that how you might, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess that makes this the Jack Daniels then. Right? No. So the Elijah Craig. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dang it! That is 50-50 shot. One of my favorite pairings that I've done. It's Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, and this is B five twenty. And normally, when I'm doing pairings, I try to like come up with like what the bourbon will turn something into. Like it's going to make something new. Mm-hmm. This one. This one just, it's just like an explosion of like a bakery. Like yeah. it's just cinnamon and like the brown sugar and then the Elijah Craig just adds all to it. It just amplifies the whole thing. So I'm not going to pour any of my whiskey on this. You don't have to do that. The, mainly because we're in my daughter's nursery <laughs> and I don't want to make a mess. Also because I don't think that it would soak it up nearly as well as a little Debbie snack cake. Pro tip, yeah, Pop-Tarts do not soak up. <laughs> They're not good for pouring over or dunking. That being said, it's a great pairing. Yes, I love that pairing. Like, I mean, brown sugar, cinnamon, Pop-Tarts, and Elijah Creek Barrel Proof all day long. Well, I think these are my favorite Pop-Tarts as is. They are the. I believe that's mine, and along with just the classic, uh, the strawberry and icing. Mm. Sorry, I took a bite right before I should have probably mm. started talking. But hey, when you bring snacks to a podcast, you just got to be ready. You got to be ready to be doing that stuff. I got to think about it before I do it next time. <laughs> See, I'm learning. I'm a hundred and ninety episodes in. I don't know if I've ever actually eaten. On the podcast before. You did an episode 180? <laughs> are, you, are you for real? I, was that the weekend? The uh, the weekend episode that we I was on? Potentially. Because we tried to do a pairing on that one, and it was just, we were t- too far gone. <laughs> and that ended with the best possible ending. <laughs> yes. <laughs> from Fred Gilbert. <laughs> Oh, Fred. It was the most insane sentence I've ever heard come out of a person's mouth. That's the end of Flying Blind, by the way. So we're going to do a nice, smooth, not awkward or hard segue into what have you been drinking recently? What have I been drinking? Mm-hmm. Ah, what have I not been drinking? <laughs> I think that's the, the typical answer on, on this podcast. I went... Okay, so... I went from, on my Instagram, I was doing a 12 Days of Blind Whiskey with uh, some friends mm-hmm. uh, from, uh, mostly friends from the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so every day I did a blind sample, tried to guess it, did my notes. So, I mean, that's 12 blind there. And then Perry came over to the house and we drank a lot of my stuff there. And so it's been a lot, but mm-hmm. I would say that something that I've gone back to lately is, um, 
a couple of uh, Buffalo Trace store picks. I've just been comparing. I got a newer one from uh, one of the local stores, and I went back and uh, went with it and looked at some other ones. So Buffalo Trace store picks, probably the last couple of things that I've been really getting into. Was it an <clears throat> Ernie's pick? It or? was an Ernie's pick. Yeah. I think they might be my favorite place for picks in Lexington. I think they've been the most consistent. They they always are, and it, I've got I try to get every one that they they have, and yeah, they the guys that pick them there, they've got a couple of people that work there that do it, and then a couple of friends of the stores that do it, and they all have they they do a great job. My biggest problem is just that they're on the clear opposite end of town from me, and so it's very rare that I make it over there. But I, I mean, I love stopping by when I get the chance, but. Very rarely do I make it over to Ernie's. That being said, it's a great store. It is. Um, we went to our buddy Joe from uh, Tell Me I'm Wrong. We went to his house last night, and I brought a bottle of Rare Breed over. And that bottle did not make it home with me. Not because it got finished there, because I, I, I gave it as a gesture gift to Joe. So what you so what you call it? A gesture gift? A gesture gift? That sounds like a, a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you pranked him. <laughs> Actually, it was motor oil mixed with Vaseline. You no, should put I, Long Branch in it. Or... Yeah, exactly. No, I I, uh, I left it over there for him. Um, but it's it's hard not to drink rare breed fairly consistently. I'll tell you one thing I had. Re uh, recently, I think it was Friday night, was this Norwegian medicinal liqueur. You know, you sent that in the chat, and I saw that, yeah. and I got busy, and I meant to ask, I was like, what the is even so, that stuff? So it's called Lenny, Liney, Aquavit, and like I said, it's from Norway, and it is. it started basically as absinthe so it's a medicinal like they use all the herbs and the right. um, the whatnots in it and then it gets aged at sea in brandy barrels so it kind of has that little bit of you know roundness that comes with the a, a barrel aged spirit okay but it's very clearly a a family member of the uh of the absinthe type of spirit so i didn't dislike it it's not something that i would drink all the time that being said it did cure my gout so <laughs> what i say he's scared <laughs> no i mean it was it was different and um i finished the night as well um, bear with me for a second here, uh, as I try to recall what exactly this spirit was. I think it was another medicinal style spirit. Parents, maybe cover your kids' ears for a second here. Um, it was called Unicum. Yes, you just <laughs> said that. 
U-N-I-C-U-M. I want to remind everyone that we're in <laughs> Perry's... My daughter's nursery. Daughter's nursery right now. It's... It's cute. It's it's a lovely place. You put the energy into the world that you want to receive back from it. Is all I'll say. Um, it was nasty. It was real. It was like a punishment liqueur. I know. I know. This just keeps getting better. again. Bear with me. Um, but I got that taste out of my mouth. It just keeps getting better with what is basically a honeyed jägermeister where were you again my, <laughs> my father-in-law's house this is wild yeah things things tend to go from bad to worse there i'm just kidding i love going over there it's the best that's, um that's that's a collection right there it like. was something else man it was something <laughs> else i uh, and i uh, i felt i felt fine afterwards like i didn't i was able to drive home but why am i trying to qualify this doesn't matter anyway it was a weird end to an evening <laughs> that's 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 quite the what have i've been drinking <laughs> let's move on shall we <laughs> so um what i kind of want to do with this episode is a little i, I want to make it a little less Formal, I guess, but in the same space, offer an example to our listeners of who you are and how you taste whiskeys and um, just kind of your process and, and your relationship with it yeah. as well. Um, because people are going to hear you for a good while. And so and they're going to go, who the who dis? Who dis? New podcast. Who dis? Who dis? New episode. Who dis? Two hundred episodes. Who dis? <laughs> so I figured that what we would do is give Eric the chance to taste a couple of things that are fairly in the realm of not normal products, but you know, familiar ones at the very least. And where everybody's palate's different, I think it's only fair to give you the chance to talk about them individually and then at the end of it we're gonna review because i've not actually done a full review of it and i think it's a good way to get people aware of you know how you might actually score things too. russell's 13 cast strength because I, I i mean just lay my cards on the table i love this bourbon oh my gosh <laughs> Oh my god! And and we'll talk we'll talk about it. Oof, we'll talk about one. it. But um, you sounded like you know that cartoon wolf who like whistles and like his <laughs> eyes turn into hearts and he starts yeah, sounding that's like, what a, I look like when I like get a train. That out. Yeah, yeah. So I figured in that vein, it was only appropriate to start with a regular Russell single Good barrel. Russell single barrel, which is the one that you picked up for me. There you go. I actually and haven't had that one yet, so that's good. I will reserve my comments until you try it. So I'm going to ask you a question that I have not asked of somebody on this podcast since probably the first 50 episodes. Oh, my. It's getting hot in here. How did you get into bourbon? Ooh, how did I get into bourbon? Well, I think 
very similar to what the way everybody does um especially living here i mean yeah i live here in lexington um and which also makes you an ideal co-host for the show too exactly <laughs> you're local one of the qualifying <laughs> <laughs> can we see each other in person regularly <laughs> mostly yes oh but i think it's just i moved to lexington probably like 13 years ago mm-hmm. um and it's just being close. I think being close to all the distilleries, uh, seeing all the events that happen around town, like it just makes you want to know more about it because, yeah. like everybody else, you know, I had you know my bourbon and cokes and you know my wild turkey experiences in college and all that stuff. I mean, that's a, it's a broken record. You know, everybody yeah. says the same thing. But it, there was. There was one time that we, me and my wife, we went to, um, we went to Woodford Reserve for the first time for, it was like a Valentine's Day thing. Oh, cool. And we did a, uh, tasting and I had never really thought about, you know, notes and like nosing and all that, you know, it was just pour it in some Coke and not do the yeah. same thing. And there was a this this older lady that was uh, doing the tasting with us, and she just she was there like she was so into it, like she was like giving everybody like the the wheel with the flavors on it, you know. And this I, was an employee of Whitford. Yes, oh, okay, yes. cool. The the tour guide at the end of the tour. Yeah, she did the tasting, and. It was just like, I don't know, it's like something just hit me. They're like, this is awesome. Like, I never knew that I could smell chocolate in this or taste, you know, cinnamon. And from there, it's all downhill. I I was going to say, I think that's pretty much uphill at that point. Yeah, uphill from there. And so I just started, you know, I started trying different bottles, started listening to podcasts, um, watching YouTube, just got into it. And before I know it, like... I had all these different bottles, and then I think the next step that really like got me going was single barrels. Having seen your collection, I can confirm that. Yes, I love single barrels, and you know I love having the tons of the same uh, brand but different picks from yeah. people. And when I I think it might have been Russell's. It might have been Russell's. It was maybe a pick from like Kroger and a pick from like a store and how different they were. It, that's like, it was like another explosion. It was like this anime moment, like the super, <laughs> like the lights went crazy in the background. And like, I just powered up. I was like, oh, this is where it's at right here. And so then I was just full on, like, I just want to compare everything. So I just started comparing everything and got hooked and, then I started pairing everything. Yeah. So from that, I just decided I wanted to see what goes best with this cake or even like a TV show. Like I love like once you get like. Well, yeah, that's one of the reasons we do prepare your board. Right. We have a me and Perry have a um, a show on my Instagram called prepare your poor. And we talk about a comic book or a movie or a TV show and we give each other a uh, sample and we talk about what how that goes with that media and i think one of the the coolest things is when you get a good collection or a decent size collection is 
you know, you put on a movie and you go over there and you just don't want to grab anything. Yeah. Like, you want to like figure out what you want to have. And like, so I just started like really thinking about it. Like what goes best with a car racing another car into space or, you know what I mean? <laughs> like what would Vin Diesel drink if he was watching this movie or oh. something like that? Um, uh, or we'll talk about some of that during tips and bits. By uh, the way. Yeah. So, but anyway, <laughs> like I just love pairing everything. I love taking my time and figuring out like what poor goes with this show or I'm reading this book. What can I drink while I'm reading it? And it's, I mean, it's just fun. Like you just, yeah. it's just, I just love having fun with bourbon and whiskey and, and I feel like, people take it too serious sometimes like we it's not not take it too serious as you know people have have for their jobs or their hobbies or you know podcasts like that's that's not what i mean it's people who you know they 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 give everybody everybody a hard time like you should be doing this you should be doing that not suggesting or saying you know that's a good idea or you know that's fun that's that's not me at all i just i just want to have fun with it i think some of the some of my best memories in the last couple of years have been around bourbon and who i've drank it with or shared it with or something i've watched you, you know i feel like and an, a very appropriate alternate name to this podcast is the bourbon nerds yes you know like I mean, we, I we've always that. we've always brought very nerdy content to the table not just you know, in regards to, you know, how, what we like to do outside of drinking bourbon or or how we like to enjoy it and pair it and appreciate it. But also, you know, everything that, that goes on within the bourbon world and talking about, you know, the, whether, whether single barrels have jumped the shark or, you know, yeah. How did we get into it and how do we feel so why do we feel so strongly about it and you know all these kind of little nerdy moments. And I kind of wish that I I had branded it that when it first started. Yes. Cuz I was told by uh David Barnes who was on the podcast within the first 50 episodes. Um he's the guy from Smoking Aces Coffee. I uh, when I when I told him the name of the podcast, he goes, "Well, that's equal parts creative and lazy." <laughs> I was like, "I know, <laughs> I made the name, but I'm stuck with it now." Um, but that being said, I, I I think that you and I have very similar personalities in terms of when we find something we love, we just get. Yeah. totally absorbed by it and that's one thing i mean it's even even simple stuff it's like you know if if i'm going to get a new tv or something like that I, my wife she hates it because i mean i'm like i'm i'm 100 ready to go like down the rabbit hole of you know the speakers in the tv or the the color or the you know how many hdmi ports it has like i'm i'm studying this tv for two months before i buy (laughs) it you know or something anything like that and like anything that i really like like you said anything i'm really into like i'm just yeah i'm into it yeah and i think that's what kind of 
drew me to wanting to get you on the podcast in this capacity as well, knowing that, you know, it, it's not a lackadaisical approach. It's not somebody that we have to convince, you know, that bourbon is good or that right. they might like it or really struggle to find the one thing that they might enjoy. You know, we're both very passionate about it and we're both very passionate about the the culture of it as well and the community. And so, you know, as we approach four years of the show, I, it just felt like a natural shift to include you and to well, make you a part of what we're doing. I appreciate here. it. I, I, I love, I've been listening to the show for a long time and I love, I love podcasts. Yeah. Like, I do too. Any, not just bourbon podcasts. I mean, like comic book podcasts and anime podcasts and movie podcasts. Like, it's just, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's fun to listen to people talk. It's nice that I am able to talk with somebody about the Weekly Planet, One of my which favorites. is it's it's hands down my favorite podcast. And there are some aspects of Timbip that have been kind of adopted from the weekly planet and things that we've kind of, you know, interwoven in terms of how we structure the show. But when, when I was first starting this, my bourbon podcast, I was like, I want what James and Mason have, you know, I want that energy. I want that excitement. I want that kind of off the wall, goofy humor, right. As well. And it, it's funny because I still feel like in some ways we come off as figuring it out as we go. Yeah. Or we did at least for the first couple hundred, well, not couple hundred, first like hundred episodes. So it was like, there's a show actually called, is this the podcast? <laughs> and it kind of feels like that. Yeah. You know, or it felt like that for a long time. And now that we've gotten almost four years into it, almost 200 episodes, you know, now it's pretty easy to show people what we do and what we're about and how easy it can be to slot somebody into that if they just get it. And I feel like you get it, you know, I hope I get it. <laughs> I feel like I'm You're here. A, I'm here. I'm on this episode. If you start going super radical neo-Nazi or something <laughs> out of nowhere, and then we're like, well, it's, I don't know how to get this guy. He's been bunkered in my nursery, my daughter's nursery for He's like over the nursery. <laughs> He's actually put posters on the wall. He's moved in. <laughs> it's very strange and it's unsettling. Weird. He's tattooing himself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where he got the gun from. Anyway, um, I, I just it, this is a very long-winded way of me saying that I'm genuinely excited for the future of the podcast with you being a part of it. Wow. And it. <sighs> <laughs> I'm not trying to put uh, pressure on you. I'm really well, sorry. I'm sweating right now. <laughs> I just, th this felt like a very natural next step. Yeah. As we, as, as things change, as people change within their lives as well, you know, and I, I feel like I'm, th this is like the interview that you never got for the job. <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I feel like I'm in an interview right now. <laughs> but th this was just, uh, th this was a no-brainer for me. 
So. And you just reveal that you were never recording. You were just doing an interview. Yeah, we've actually just been chatting for the past (laughs) 30 minutes. I'll give you a call. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we'll uh, have to review our choices, and uh, we got to go over a couple of things, but we'll let you know within the next few weeks. I thought I was the only one. Yeah, well, um, Chad Perkins is also outside waiting after you. (laughs) Chad doesn't have time to be a co-host on a podcast. He's got too much stuff to do. He's got his own thing. So I think this is a good time for us to kind of move into the other pairings that you might have. Do you want me to tell you about this? What is this? Oh, the Russells. Yeah, we hadn't even gotten there yet. Oh, man. That's like when you... You're, you're almost done with the interview, and you're all like, oh, they're not going to ask me that question. You know, I just brought it up myself. You know what that sounded more to me, though, is like the kid who asks at the end of class, teacher, are we going to get any homework? Didn't you want us to turn in math problems 8 through 3,500 today? The guy you, uh, you wanted to punch. Like, there's an invisible person <laughs> punching me right now. I don't know. Like, I can review of Russell's, I feel like, pretty good. Like, okay, one thing you'll notice about me is I don't get really complex with notes. No, you do this really cool thing where you kind of read things as the sum of their parts. Right. Like, I, I feel like if you broke, I guess if you broke down what I said that I tasted, that you could, you know, put a, you know, five different ingredients in it. But I really do it based on things that I recall or stuff I've eaten or, you know, if it's a prominent, like it smells like vanilla, I'll say it smells like vanilla. Yeah. But a lot of times, like, I'll, you know, okay, like this. Well, let's just, I guess we're real time right now. This rustles. It smells like, it smells like almost like Nutella toast to me. Yeah. It's like that, you know, it's not quite, it's not really chocolate, but it's, it's Nutella. Like, <laughs> chocolate adjacent. Yes. Yeah. And then, like, on the palate. It's it's very similar, and it's almost like almost like marshmallow added to that Nutella toast. Like I I just don't get deep. Da- I mean, I guess I could sit here and get deep down into it, but you know, if I like something, I don't have. I just can't like sit there for like ten fifteen minutes and like dissect this thing. Yeah. Like. I'm getting into it, and I I bring I I say what comes to mind, and that's usually my notes. So, yeah. marshmallow and Nutella on this. It's funny because I'm almost reading this on some of the brighter end, too, almost like a mixed berry parfait. Yeah, like that that marshmallow note unlocked something for me as well, where it was kind of not quite yogurty, but just a fluffier. Yeah dairy product i guess <laughs> yeah and i love that because like i know people at, at least there's some people who are like well i've never had that so how do i relate to that well you know i'm sorry if you've never had nutella marshmallows okay <laughs> i've never i don't know if i've ever had nutella marshmallow but i've had nutella and i've had marshmallows but it's i love when the, people get notes of things that they just 
something crazy they've recalled. Like, yeah. you know, I can't tell you that you're not having, you don't get that, but I, you describe that to me and it's like, I want to go have a parfait right now. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> but it, yeah, it's just kind of this really bright expression yeah. of a Russell's. Yeah. It's very bright for me. Yeah. And, um, I don't like, typically i I feel like I lean towards those darker flavors with a Russell's product. But in this case, it just, it's very light and bright. Right. I, I, th- I think I'm the same. I get a lot of dark cherry, dark chocolate, and a lot of Russell's. And this is more on on the palate. It's more of that lighter marshmallow with yeah. a little bit of that Nutella on there. So there you go. Pa- should we pair something? You want to yeah. pair something? I've I think we it. should pair something. All right. I'm excited for this. Do you want to do it blind again? Or do you want to just... I mean, I've seen the other <clears throat> bottle that's in oh. there. So, the bottle, which you've already seen, because I forgot to zip the bag. It's fine. Uh, we all make mistakes. <laughs> it's your first day. We'll let it slide. I got the. I did the first one blind. <laughs> I'm one, one for two. Uh, this is a uh, Weller 107, and it's a pick from Liquor Barn. And I think I got this... Like a year and a half ago, um, it's a non-chill filtered, and I love it. Like I think me and you have actually talked about how we like the picks of 107 just as much as foolproof. If just as much, if not more. Yes, I <laughs> I would almost trade foolproofs for 107s. Um, but anyway, so I took this on vacation. Um, a couple months ago, and I had, I wanted to do a pairing at the uh, hotel, and I had Little Debbie Honey Bun, and I'm not going to tell you what I think it tastes like, because I don't want to influence, I just want you to experience this. Well, I'll be honest, I can smell where this is going. Okay. (laughs) So, I'm going to let you take the lead on this one, and you just tell me what you get from this Honey Bun, which... Listen, another pro tip, if you have these and you have the time at home to fry them in a little butter, oh, these Little Debbie honey buns are crazy if you fry them in a cast iron skillet with a little butter. If you have the time to in this scenario, which is the statement that you just provided <laughs> beforehand, is almost a non-qualifier. <laughs> like, you, it's either you... You're going to do it or you're not going to do it. You're never like, well, I've got this extra 30 minutes that I don't have anything to do. It only takes a little bit. Let me just sit around. You know what? Sometimes I want the cake so fast I don't have time to. I barely, I cookie monster the thing and I just put it in my mouth and it's just, you can take that everywhere. Crumbs flying everywhere and your dog's trying to clean up after you. All right. So Perry's got the honey bun. He's got a little bit of the, the weller. Can I just say? It's rare that I eat honey buns. Every single time, I am surprised at how sticky they are. <laughs> it's so, it's true. Okay. He's drinking the bourbon. He's biting the honey bun. What if he had somebody following you around like that all the time? <laughs> he's, just... he's scratching his butt. <laughs> Your own commentary the whole time. <laughs> All right, he's attempting the pour over. 
I'm going to do this in a way as to not make a mess. Okay? Okay. Bear with me. I'm not trying to disrespect your process. Oh, that's perfectly fine. He just took a bite and then he took a big drink. It's fine. <laughs> I wish you all could see the look on his face right now. That changed it so much. It's a completely. I mean, I'm. You t- tell me what you think it think it turns into. It it almost makes it darker. Okay. It's almost like you drizzle chocolate over it with like a. Okay. You take this. You inject some like cherry filling into it, and then it's drizzled with chocolate. Okay. On top. So it's like a cherry turnover with chocolate icing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I I didn't have the name for it, but I was gonna say it is like a breakfast like cherry turnover. And I and you got chocolate out of it. And see that's awesome. Like I love that. (laughs) Chocolate covered cherry turnover. It's it's very specifically to me a dark chocolate though. Okay. Okay, let me let me try it again just to confirm that. Yeah. Dark chocolate drizzled cherry turnover. There you go. 100%. That's awesome. That is crazy. Here, I'll give you back the... This is your snack for your drive home. (laughs) I I, I find snacks in my cars all the time. Like, (laughs) like, honestly, most of the time it's my kids' snacks. Like, they've left, like, gummies and stuff in there. But I have had a craving before and found some gummies underneath my seat. That's incredible. I don't know how long they've been there. Don't ask, but it did the trick. So if they don't break your teeth, <laughs> then they're safe to eat. It's true. <laughs> I really shoehorned that rhyme in for a little, <laughs> a little saying. That is a great pairing. Yeah. That is phenomenal. And I hope that people like try this stuff. Like, and that's why. And I like Perry mentioned like whiskey mutant on Instagram. Like that is the main reason I have it. Like. I'm not, I don't have time to like try to make that like a brand of something, you know, and I'm not just flexing bottles on there and stuff yeah. like that. I, I just want, I've had people message me and be like, what would you, what cake would you pair with this? Like, oh, that's we're so just cool. having, I'm just have I have extra time. And that was a moment that I was like, this is cool. Yeah. Like, like I, I just like pairing stuff with bourbon and I, you know, I hope everybody else gives it a try. I think the first time that I really, because it, I'm not saying that this is a you problem, but this is a thing that everybody does to get attention on Instagram is tag as many people as they can in their photo. Right. (laughs) And I think the first couple of times that I got notified that Whiskey Mutant tagged me in a picture, I don't even know who this guy is. I open it up and it's like Goku next to a Booker's. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? Who is this guy? And just kept like getting every time I'd get that notification, I'd just be like, yeah, keep like <laughs> inject this into my veins immediately. Like just super, super excited yeah. about it and, and love that. And I think it's so it, it, it's a niche in the market, in the community that like nobody else has thought of yeah right and i think again it goes back to that the bourbon nerds 
alternate name right. for the podcast. Um, it just fits right in with with what we're doing, right? Here. And yeah, and I try to when I when I like when I tag you or I tag anybody else, like it's usually just the people that I've interacted with that I know would enjoy that, like. Uh, I'm not really like trying to like tag like some name that probably has no idea what I'm talking about. You, you know, know it, it. And what's really bad about that is that I, I am always happy to interact with people on social media, but I am so bad at remembering names. Yeah, and handles and associating them with specific people. So again, like the first couple of times that you tag me and stuff, <laughs> I just. I was so confused right. as to like why 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 is this happening? And and that was the thing, like I never really like put the my whiskey page out there. Like usually people just see like a personal page and something yeah. like that. Because it it to me it, it's not that big a deal. Like it's just I like sharing the pairings and I like sharing, you know, action figures and anime and stuff with everybody and then once, like, somebody's like, oh, I didn't know that was you. You're like, yeah, that was me. Like, <laughs> that's why I tagged you. That sounds like something that you really experienced at Whiskey Weekend this year. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I experienced a lot of things at Whiskey Weekend. Sleepiness oh, was yeah. one of them. I, I took a couple naps. So. <laughs> While the party was happening around While you. everything was going on. <laughs> So I think this is a good time for us to kind of get into our review. Let's do it. As yeah. well. So we have both individually had this product. And I have had it on a live stream where I raved about it and uh, said that this product was 100% made for me, which I still believe. <laughs> But I want to kind of put that to the test and okay. actually review Russell's 13 year. First of all, thank you to Eric Jansen for sending me this bottle. Second, thank you to the bourbon finder himself, Swan, for helping me find my bottle. And I couldn't thank him enough for it. So much that when he came to my house, my dog peed on him. So, sorry about that, Swan. <laughs> sorry. We need, to, we need to talk at some point, too. Maybe it's, you know, like, a, like an Instagram series of posts or one big, you know, progression post of the little sticky toy that your son gave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Swan, Swan, Swan came over to my house and hung out for a little bit, and uh, my youngest felt the need to give this little toy that he had pretty much carried around for a week. Like he's he's seven, and like if he he gets stuck on one little thing, like and it's the thing like he drops it in the couch, you can't find it, you have to find it, or he's yeah. going to bug you about it. And for some reason, he decided to give it to Swan, and he still asked about that. He's like, "Does your friend?" Still have that. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> How gentle have you been in response to that? I recently? said uh, he keeps it in his car all the time. <laughs> You're gonna have to make sure that he's not around whenever Swan swings by. No. <laughs> that toy Swan sent us a picture the other day, and that toy has pretty much melted on his dashboard. It looks like Slimer just laying there. 
on his dashboard. <laughs> just ooze, just dripping. Oh, it's so funny. But he's fully me. alive to my youngest. So. Oh, absolutely. It's like, oh, yeah, old, old, uh, Skipper went out to the farm. <laughs> he's on He's on the farm upstate now. He's, it's okay. he's doing good. Can we go see him, Dad? No. No, he's, no. he's happier being by himself, no. buddy. Don't go to Swan's car. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I've told you not to go around strangers. Of <laughs> Swan's gone from friend to stranger. <laughs> I thought he was your friend, Dad. Don't worry about it, okay? Oh, okay. Oh, Let's get into this. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay, there, there's a, I won't say it yet, and I actually paired this the other day on my page, and there's a weird note that I love that I don't know, I don't know if anybody else will get it, but like, it hits me every time, and I, I just, I just got it again, and it's, I, I was thinking maybe, maybe it was just me at the time but i swear i get it every time is it a savory note it is okay i have not picked this up until now on this one i am getting pistachios on this pistachios okay that's kind of okay the note i get i get a it's a salty like Mine is more like a bacon. No, no, I can totally get that yeah. too. So, like, it, it reminds me a lot of the candied bacon from OBC. That's exactly what I was I was saying the other day when I was uh, going through this. It's there's a candied bacon on this. There's yeah. just this hint of salt and this bacon, but it's sweet and like it's I I cannot uh, smell this and not think about it. But then there's also like. A strawberry syrup note oh. to, I think, uh, no, I said this with Antique 107 on Clifton Stream, but it definitely has that like strawberry cream savor mm. to it on the nose as almost, well. Almost, there's almost like an, like a, like an orange, like creamsicle type yeah, smell on there. for sure. Everything about this is just, it's, it's very <laughs> decadent yes i would say and this i know i said earlier i'm backtracking now but that i don't i don't like to take my time a lot because i like something but i could just sit and nose this and just find different stuff for so long i'm i'm telling you this is a strong contender at the moment for my best of 2021 if if i find anything this year that beats this one um i'm probably gonna buy literal cases of that product yeah maybe c921 last drag barrel proof is gonna blow me away but as it is yes russell's 13 year cast strength absolutely spectacular i could just smell it all day like we haven't even gotten to drink it yet we probably should, though. Probably hey, I'll should. say this. Did you hear that one? I, I think I did. Okay. But cheers to you. Cheers. Being part of the Tim Bib family. Hey, cheers to you, you know. for letting me help out. Like, <laughs> You say help out like 
I'm asking a ginormous favor of you. No, well, I don't know. Like, I feel like this is something that I've been a fan of for so long, and like it still feels That's to me. Fair. It still feels to me like I'm just like, oh, like I'm getting to like help out a little. You know, you like, are you are very much a part of this now, and I, I. You know what, kids? If you dream big enough, <laughs> you might be on a po- Mommy, I made it! <laughs> hey, Mom! Mom! My wife! Hey, y'all, I, just, I, I finally got on one of them podcasts I was talking about. We got any Blantons? Y'all got any Blantons, though? Sorry. Yeah, Mr. Tater. <laughs> Tater? Oh, boy. All right. I mean, it's <laughs> as great as the nose is. I think the palate is so much better. It is. And, but, and that's not even saying that the nose is lacking or is bad. It The palate just takes everything that's on the nose and expands on it and you, blows it up. You said exactly what I was getting ready to say. I was going to say the palate just it it lets you know that what you smelled on the nose was right there and it it confirms it like it confirms the nose because everything that was on that nose is even stronger now and it's 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 dark and it's savory yeah this is where the dark notes really start to present themselves right. where you, you start getting They're, more the, of the barrel influence. maple like i get um oh, yeah. this maple maple syrup like almost like a like a smoked old-fashioned candy bacon like if anybody's listening's been to obc and they've got their candied bacon old-fashioned like all those flavors in that it's like they just put them all in this right here i i would love to have that cocktail with this mm. as the base bourbon. I, I think it would send it <laughs> to the moon. Um to the moon. pretty quickly. Oh my I, I mean I mean it would it would just absolutely elevate yeah. it. And I'm I'm just so in love with this bottle. And I had fairly high expectations for it going into it before I even bought it, before I even cracked it, before I even tasted it. Just thinking, well, I already love cast strength turkey products. Right. So, and, and you know, 12 to 15 years is usually my sweet spot as well. Even down to like 10 to 15. I just kind of assumed that I was going to love it as is, you know, or chase it for a while. Right. And I, I'll be honest with you. This has absolutely exceeded every expectation that I had with this product. I am still curious, and I talked about this with uh, Dave Jennings a little while ago. I am still very interested to find out what the um, the Masters Keep One is going to be like. The toasted oh, the barrel next, finish. The, the toasted, the next one that comes yeah, out. I, I think it's going to be really good and really interesting, but... This is hands down the one that I wanted to love the most. Right. And I definitely do. I remember when we, I'm sure we posted it in our group chat or something, when we saw that, you know, 
coming oh, yeah. soon or oh, whatever. Yeah. And like you said, like it's the one that I it's it's one of the few bottles that I was like I have to get that or you know, and it's not even like you know, I knew that I I knew somebody would get it that I could try it. But at the same time you're like I want that for myself cuz yeah. you want to just sit at home and you want to just pour it and get into it. And I'm so happy that it was one of those that just met all my expectations. And that's, you know, coming off the back of other allocated products like the Antique Collection, Parker's Heritage. um, I mean, really, even at this point, Kentucky Owl, too. I mean, those are three big products that have pretty substantial cult followings behind them and you know if anything even slightly falls below the line i don't think that kentucky owl is necessarily in that camp i think we're we're about to see things change yeah based on uh the leadership direction yeah I'm, uh, i'm curious to see where that goes yeah that's a conversation for another time but even when products kind of dip below the you know the baseline of expectation people are still kind of apologizing for it or finding ways to kind of justify yeah why they should pay that much money for it i don't feel like this expression of russell's needs apology no it doesn't i it's it's very well spoken for just on its merits. I mean, I don't even want to say it, but based <laughs> on the price, like I'm not, I'm not going to say it because I, you know, somebody from Wild Turkey might be listening and they might try to change the price. But it's, <laughs> I mean, it's a steal. It's not. It it's one of the best values in the market right now. I mean, it's crazy. I've got it. Now I've got another best value video to make as well. The best value LE maybe. Is it LE? Is it supposed to be out more? I I, I don't know. I mean, we barely saw it around here. I haven't actually seen it in Kentucky yet. I mean, again, it had to be sent to me. Well, the one I have made it to Kentucky. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. So the one I have, it was kind of that week that it was people were grabbing it around in Kentucky. You know what? Brian from um, Drew P. Whiskey, he was able to find it up around, I think he's in Louisville. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess it's Yeah, I don't know. It's here. I don't know where the mysterious bourbon finder actually found this. I didn't ask questions. I gave him, (laughs) you know, I gave him a hug and a kiss and ran ran off with the bottle. And my dog dog peed on him. Um, (laughs) But anyway, so yeah, like, it's one of those deals where we saw people from all the surrounding states getting it first, you know, and then it kind of came and went in Kentucky. And like, I'm just curious, like, is it going to be around again? Or, or are they like, no, this is it. Like, I, and I have not seen anything one way or another. Yeah. Um, I am definitely in search of another bottle. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I will 100% restock no, with I mean, a, another one of those. All right. I guess we should get into the, the breakdown. The break it down. Nose palette finish and price is how we score things. 
Right, Each category is out of five. I know how to do this. Total score out of 20. You can take notes on your phone if you need to. I should have been doing I See, I don't. No, I mean, like, that. number wise. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've been, yeah. I'm new, okay? I know you are. I'm the new guy. I just figured. I knew that the you process, could... but I got so wrapped up in this, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> it's easy to get lost in it. It is easy to get lost right. in it. I will, I'll take the lead on this one so that you have time. Hold my hand. Perry, take the wheel. <laughs> Perry, take the wheel. <laughs> take it from my hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh. If I tried to sing, I would go back to my call. Your screamo days. My screamo. Yes, I was in a screamo metalcore band. Yeah. If anybody wanted to know. All right. Let's hear it. I'm going to give Marie just a second to see if she'll calm down. Okay. Perfect. Thank you, Marie. As much as I love the nose, I don't think it's its strongest point okay i'm gonna give it a 3.5 okay i i love it a lot i am kind of missing some of the darker notes that show up on the palette i think that would be what would elevate it for me but i i do think it kind of exists in that like top note level <clears throat> As, as far as complexity goes. Okay. I, I see that. Um, I really think... I may I may be a little bit more higher on the nose. I think I'm going to go a four. Only because, like, there... When I smell that, and I s- smell that bacon, like, and that is a note that just, yeah, like, absolutely. to me, like... I'm like, there it is. Like, so... I would go a four, and I, but I definitely agree that when we get to the palette, there's more that opens up in the palette. I don't know if you're ready for my score on the palette. Oh boy, I got my notes ready. You go, uh, you go for it. What? No, I got my notes to record yours. Like I'm. Oh. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm just. Re- I thought I was supposed to record yours too. So. You don't have to. Oh man. I keep every. Hey man, it's like a steel trap up here. <sighs> So new with, to with this. a big crack right in the middle where a lot of important stuff falls out. I'm just taking all these notes like this little in there. I'm like, okay, I gotta do this. I gotta do this. I'm just taking everything. I'm just you're writing not, everything down. I'm writing a, down everything you're saying right now. Just because you are a co-host does not mean that you are a secretary. Oh, okay. Those are two completely different things. <sighs> okay. A lot of pressure off of you. Now. Okay, now a lot I'm a little of bit more comfortable now. I'm kind of I'm kind of slouched down in my chair now. <laughs> I did see you relax. Like, like oh. very, very visibly relax. I think, okay. I am going to try to justify this in the best way that I can. I think that this is perfectly complex. I think it is perfectly balanced. And I think that it does everything that a bourbon should do while still remaining true to the character that got us into bourbon in the first place. 
That sounded amazing. Like, I'm, I got a tear in my eye right now. This is a five out of five for me <laughs> on Whew. palette. I'll, I was about to feel bad because I was like, <laughs> I'm going to give it a five, and he's going to be like, you you just give no, everything. No. I no. mean, I, I mean, tr- truly, truly, truly. And I have had a, I've had a lot of bourbon over the past four plus years. Over the past four plus days. <laughs> That's not an understatement. <laughs> um, and I think that this is the one that will stick out in my mind for a really, really long time. I cannot help but love drinking this bourbon. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't say it any better. I'm the same. Five out of five. Um I mean, I how could I not give it that when I said it takes everything I loved about the nose and it just amps it exactly. up and brings it out exactly and more. So yes. The notes that I get on the nose when I take a dr- drink of this, it's it's just like amped up. Like bacon, maple, I mean a little bit of smokiness like it's it's a smoked bacon old-fashioned like just in in a single pour like it's it's great i i don't i i really don't have anything else to say about the palate other than it's to me perfect i won't disagree I, I <laughs> The, the finish, I wish, did have a little bit more to it. I think it lacks slightly. It does taper off pretty quickly, but I still think that it has enough oomph to it, enough residual oomph, at the very least, uh, after the palate, to where I'm still, of course, more than happy to go back for another, yeah. another taste. I'm... I'm going to give it the same score I gave the nose. I'm going to give it a 3.5. I was going to, I'm, I mean, I'm just copying your homework right now. It's like, <laughs> it's like, I, I was going to go teacher, yeah, teacher, me. Eric's was, looking at my test. I was going to say the only thing like the finish is. don't get me wrong. The finish is good, but I wish it lasted a little bit longer. I do too. It goes away. Like you said, it could last a little longer. It's not bad. You're going to know it's there, but it, it, it's gone a little quicker yeah. than I want. So I was going to go, I, I said the same exact thing. I said 3.5. I'd wrote it down here before you even said it. 3.5 just because it's gone just a little quicker than I'd want to. Yeah. That's Pre- probably the only thing about it that i would say is yeah yeah and again i mean i i think that it's in terms of quality on par with the nose where i'm kind of looking for a little bit more okay just just ever so slightly i'm looking for a little bit more i do love when a nose transitions into a palate to the point where the palate expands on what you you smelled first yeah yeah. In, in in this case, you know, I it it's a a perfect palette 
is bookended by things that just make me want them to be better. Yeah. Because of how great right. the middle part is. Um, all that being said, I would happily pay another $80, $90 for this bottle. I, I mean, I, I, I don't even know what to say because I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know what I would. I, I would pay so much more than what I paid for this. I probably would too. Um, I would... I think I would pay Master's Keep price for this. Easy. This is what Master's Keep should be. Yeah. And that's $150 a bottle. And again, this is 80 or 90. Um I think some people even got it cheaper I, than that. I, it's a 5. I mean, honestly, with as good as this is, as well-rounded as this is, and the fact that you know, if if you are able to go back and get a second bottle after paying that money for it in the first place, I can't be mad about it. No. You know? It's easy to get frustrated with how expensive that might be. Right. I mean, it's, you know, it is potentially something that you have to think about a little bit. You could get that or two bottles of Rare Breed or, you know what four bottles of Evan Williams 1783 but i i think that as far as quality goes th- this is the winner um uh teacher is it okay if uh, <laughs> is there extra points is there a 6 out of 5 teacher we got a <laughs> I mean, okay, we've got a request for extra credit from the boy in the hat. I'm going to keep with I'm going to keep with what we're supposed to say and say a five, but I mean, it's it's a six out of five for me because it's like, yeah, I don't know, like that that when I pour that and I smell that and I taste it, it's just that's what I expect for something that you've waited in line for for hours on hours or you. Yeah thought about all year about or like you've talked to your store you know the guy at the your local store and you're like listen please i need this bottle like (laughs) it meets everything and i love like this is not even like if we added another category to you know as far as like presentation presentation like i i love that it's the russell's the older russell's yeah it's the the ten year. It's the ten year label with the gold and the blue. Like that is, it's I'm so getting nerdy good. on you. This is Saiyan armor. This is Vegeta from Dragon oh, Ball it's Z's armor. Vegeta. White, gold, and blue right here. Like it looks, it looks great. I mean, they could put it in whatever they want, but the at it, the end of the day, it's it's near perfect lucy just texted me and said i'm getting a big tea from canes do y'all want anything well i've i've got i've got to cook dinner at home so i'm gonna i'm gonna tell her we're good yeah yeah sorry for the sorry breaking news in the middle of our waxing poetic about (laughs) russell's 13 year but but yes, so yes, my 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 cost, like I said, five out of five. Yeah, it and my final score is a seventeen out of twenty. 
I almost wish that it were higher just because of how much I love this product and how much I want people to get it yeah, and drink it and love on it because I, again, this was made for me. This bottle was made for me. This flavor profile, it this complexity. Says Perry on the back. It does actually. It, put his it, name on it. It so says I'll take it. Perry Russell. Perry Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Younger brother of Bruce Russell. Yeah, um, the unidentified <laughs> Russell brother. <laughs> He's just the <laughs> the drunk Russell brother who lives in the basement of the Wild Turkey Distillery. Make one for me, Dad. Dad, I'm thirsty. Daddy, I want a bottle of, for me. I'm tired of drinking the drippings from the still. So he finally got fed up and he's like, okay, here you go. Fine. It's the Perry Russell edition of <laughs> Russell's Reserve. Anyway. Um, I, I think I've said as much as I can about this. If you can find it, absolutely buy it. Yes. If you buy it and don't like it, I will send you my mailing address. And if you don't like Perry, I'll send you mine. (laughs) (laughs) I'll probably share it with him, but you can send it to me. (laughs) I just like, I like that notion of, you know, I really can't stand the main host, but the co-host is really where it's at. If you feel bad for the other guy. It's a 50-50 split (laughs) for me. (laughs) I also like thinking about somebody going, hey, Eric, I want to send you this bottle for the love of God, don't share it with Perry. <laughs> don't don't give that guy the opportunity to enjoy something he might like. Yeah. And then he's like, surely this guy would never pour this over a little Debbie cake. <laughs> sure, I won't. Yeah, don't look at my Instagram. That's the downfall of the podcast, <laughs> is that one guy who just rests all his laurels on expectations. <laughs> Like, sorry to disappoint you, buddy, but this is a pretty close community community here. Anyway, do you want to do tips and bits? Sure. What do you got to recommend to people? Bourbon, rec- bourbon related or not? What about both? Okay, sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? why not? Tips and bits. Um, so I guess since this is like my introduction, I would just say like, just grab a grab your favorite bottle. And, like, grab your favorite snack as a kid and just go for it. Or turn on Netflix, pick a something, and then... Did I say pick a something? Pick a something. Pick a something. I don't know. Pick a something. (laughs) Play Mario. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just saying, like, (laughs) take your favorite bottles and, like, you know... Put them with your favorite TV shows. We're going to have fun doing this together, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) That's my bourbon-related one. Um, I'm going to say... I recommend... I'm going to recommend a trilogy on uh, Netflix. Oh, okay. Um, I am a... You know Twilight has five movies, right? (sighs) I didn't... (laughs) I am team. You skipped skip the last. I am two. team Jacob all day. I've went over this with my wife. You know, if you want to talk about that on something else, we will talk about Twilight. I kid you not. Seriously, is have you stopped doing? My wife is right, and I'm always wrong. Oh, or whatever you the mean name of the show marital is. combat. Yeah, marital combat. We we have we we decided to take a little break to let stuff build up. 
So... <laughs> So you can develop microaggressions against each other so that you can just unleash it all. Yes. I do a live Instagram, Instagram show. Instagram live with your spouse. With my spouse called Marital Combat. And we just go back and forth about stuff that, you know, couples disagree about. And we did a uh, Team Jacob versus Team Edward. And I clearly won that one. So anyway... <laughs> Um, now there's a trilogy. I, I love horror films and, uh, we've talked oh, about yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Um, Perry recently got into horror. I did. Um, I, on the other hand, was acting like I was asleep and watching Friday the 13th on TNT when I was seven years old in Fantastic. my bedroom. Anyway, so there's a trilogy called Fear Street on, uh, Netflix. I've, yeah, I think I've seen it in passing, but I haven't actually watched it. So they, it's three different movies. They all go together. Um, and it's originally by R.L. Stein. You know, a lot of us know the Goosebumps. Oh, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what this, you're talking about now. This was his other book that was made more for older teens, young adults. Yep. These movies are like slasher, gore, but the stories all interconnect. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sitting in the rocking chair in the nursery, and it just makes the most awkward creaking no, that and that sounds squeaking. like a horror movie sound. Like, oh, what was that? <laughs> um, but these three movies, they're all on there right now. They all, they start out at 1994, and it's like kind of like a scream. If you watch Scream, it kind mm -hmm. of feels like Scream. And then the uh, it surrounds this town that just has bad luck. Like people are always just killing people in here, and like like why do they do this? Like yeah. why? So it kind of follows this story, and it goes back in time. So the next one is like um, 1984. So then you get like oh, wow. a you get like a uh, Friday the Thirteenth slash. Um, camp massacre type story so gotcha. there's these kids at this camp in the 80s everything yeah. just looks scary you know and then after that one it goes to 1666 so it's like the jeez it goes to like this like when the town was founded so you right. see like the leaders of the town and like what they did to this and then it kind of finishes the story of why this all happens it's really cool like man they they it's a good story it's not like too just over the top gore just enough to where these you know it's a scary movie yeah and they all connect and yeah i watched them all and i loved them all so yeah i'm absolutely gonna have to check that out now <sighs> i saw the new fast and furious last night i'm kind of jealous because do you have HBO oh, Max? I do. Wait, is it on HBO Max? I think you can only rent it right now on Apple. Or maybe it's that. I don't know. Um, I love Paul Walker, R.I.P. Well, uh, he's not in this movie. I know. <laughs> I will tell you who is in this movie, though. Is younger actors trying to convince us that they grow up to look like Vin Diesel and John Cena. <laughs> And failing miserably at it. I don't know who the casting director was 
for this movie. But there is no chance that the two younger actors that they hired to play these pretty well-established faces in Hollywood would grow up to look like said faces in Hollywood. Oh, I'm intrigued now. I was like, surely that's Dom Toretto's dad. No, that's Dom Toretto. Oh. <laughs> and I love the Fast and I love the I love the Fast and Furious saga. Like I know it's corny, but like it's it's I love it for what it is. So I I, I it okay. It had a couple moments where I just was like, I know that this is just a movie. I'm not supposed to take this too seriously. I'm just gonna kind of lean into it and let it go. Most of the movie, though, <laughs> was very much the opposite. Where you were left going, why did they make that decision? Why did they say that thing? Don't do that. It just... <laughs> I'm for, think, for family. I, it's for family. That was more Sylvester Stallone than it was anybody. But, um, <laughs> Andrew, family, Andrew, family. <laughs> I it it's if you like those movies, I think you're probably gonna get quite a bit of enjoyment out of it. They're not really for me. I think the first few movies are pretty good, you know. But I'm I'm not a car guy, you know. There's no I don't. A, you didn't have a big fin on the back of your car right? yeah i had a spoiler on my uh you have nos my 2008 honda accord that i drove until somebody ran into me you didn't have a second shot of nos i did <laughs> or a third no I, I don't i don't i barely even know like are you talking about lil nas x no old town road that's not that billy ray fast <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Billy Ray? F- <laughs> <laughs> too achy, too breaky. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, good stuff. Anyway, <laughs> I will recommend something to people, though, that they should absolutely check out. If you are a fan of early Black Keys, who I, are you much of a music guy? I am, but we... We are probably on the opposite side of the spectrum. Like, I am... Did you ever listen to the Black Keys? No. I listened no, to true. Slipknot. Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> so, they started out as kind of a... I wouldn't say full-on blues rock band, um, but they've got that kind of deep, dirty, grungy sound to okay. them as well. Uh, and for the past... I mean, like 10 years, they started getting more like overproduced and just having way more musicians and instruments on than they started out. It was originally two guys. Okay. It was a guitar with a lot of fuzz and distortion and then a drummer. Does the guy have really thick black glasses? The drummer does. Yeah. Okay. I think I've seen, I know who you're talking about. I just don't know the music. That's fair. But they they just went from this very stripped down earthy sound to we've spent way too much time in the studio 
and there are too many people with their hands on what we're doing. And their most recent album, which came out a month ago, probably, goes back to their roots. And it's so it's so enjoyable for me and so just in that pocket of like you can kind of get lost okay in the music yeah um i i love it i was gonna recommend the new john mayer album as well but <laughs> that's something that i feel like <laughs> hey you don't have to worry about me like that's like fireball to jack daniel's barrel proof <laughs> comparatively <laughs> Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> your body is a wonderland. So we're gonna I know go that ahead. Song, and, I know that one. Uh, well, he's got much better songs. Okay, uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this week's episode. <laughs> thank you all so much for listening, Eric. Thank you as well for being here, being a part of the This Is My Bourbon Podcast family. Family. Hopefully, I made. Hopefully, family. my interview. Hopefully, they call me back. Yeah, we'll we'll see oh. based on what happens next week. It's <laughs> a really weird requirement for a job that has nothing to do with this music. Um, we've already kind of mentioned it, but where can people find you on social media? Uh, mainly just Instagram at uh, Whiskey Mutant. Like I said, I just like to do pairings and pairing Debbie Cakes and anime mainly. So there you go. Maybe here if I get the job. I don't know. Our people will call your people. Okay. Which is like, my wife is going to call your wife. And they're going to be like, uh, I need a babysitter. <laughs> I'm like, does that mean I'm on the show? <laughs> no. You're actually babysitting. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah, they're going out for a girl's night. Yeah. Uh, anyway, if you want to follow the show itself, it's at my on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I am at prader1492. On all social media platforms, you can leave us a five-star rating and review on all of your favorite podcatcher apps. You can find all of our apparel and merchandise at bourbonshop.threadless.com. Shirts, hoodies, sweatpants, skateboards. Did you ever try skateboarding? I did. I skateboarded all through high school. Uh, just looking at you, I feel like you did. Yes. I was <laughs> I was in the, uh, the jackass generation, though, so... <laughs> I kind of, I kind of. Hey, my name's Whiskey Mutant. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> I'm gonna go down this half pipe in a shopping cart, and I actually may have done that before. But I, I fully believe that. I fully believe it. it's the weak knees. Yes, portion that's of where your I lost story. my knees. Yeah, Fred Gilbert. Um, if you, <laughs> you can send questions or comments to this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. You can also follow the show on YouTube. Yeah, that's how I want to say that. Uh, YouTube.com YouTube. YouTube slash the Swimmer Podcast. Uh, I would love to get to a thousand subs before the end of the week. It would be a nice little birthday present. And uh, I will, I, you know, I will throw in a uh, a Whiskey Mutant, a Whiskey Mutant Weeders pack. Ooh. When you hit a thousand and okay. however you do, however you want to do the uh, giveaways, like, Maybe four, we'll four out, of maybe. my favorite weeded bourbons that I have in my collection. Nice. You get a sample of them. That's awesome. We can totally do that. Yeah. I, pre I appreciate you. I'm just trying to get the job. 
That's the equivalent of sliding your potential boss a check for $1,500. Here's, 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 here's a coupon to Canes. Why didn't you tell me you had that? I could have given it to Lucy. Here's a free box combo. Anyway. Uh, that's a great incentive for people. <laughs> It'd be funny to give them like a... <laughs> an expired Dairy Queen <laughs> coupon as well. I just want a blizzard. I just, <laughs> I just want to see them hold it upside down. It, sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> oh, frosty. <laughs> and last but not least, you can become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. For five bucks a month, you get a bunch of bonus content, including the pregame chats, which come out before every episode and early access to YouTube videos. I still really want to bring back Last Call. I like I oh, know I'm ready for Last Call. I have a couple of different ways that I want to do it, but I I I, I still want it to exist in you know, some capacity. You know what you could do? What's that? We could do like a, a remote last call where like you're like in my ear, kind of like an impractical jokers. And I just go to bars and I just ask you tell me what to ask for. And I try to convince a bartender to make this cocktail. Or, I, I love that. But I do it so at like 12.59, like last call or whatever time last call is. Like right before 3 a.m. Right before it's getting ready to start. And I'm like. No, I need this cocktail right now. Like, <laughs> this is last call. You said last call. You got you to stagger in and ask for, you know. <laughs> just the most. An egg white old fashioned. Yes. And you're just in my ear and you're just like, I'm just, I'll just say whatever you tell me to say. Oh, I would, I would love that so much. We could, we it's could on the table. Something, something like that for sure. Thank you all again for listening. We will see you next week. But until then, I'm Perry. This is Eric the Whiskey Mutant. All right. Well, this is. is... That, what am I supposed to. Do I just say Eric? Yeah. Okay. Let's try this again. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to make this interview right. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I see how it goes. Anyway, we'll see y'all next week. But until then, I'm Perry. I'm Eric. And this is my bourbon podcast. Peace. <laughs>